Welcome back this evening. We are the Laurel Heights Church of Christ. If what we do on these live streams is biblical, would you please consider sharing this content through your social media connections? And when you visit our website, copy that address and share that with your friends. Thank you. This morning, I spoke to clarify something that could be confusing. The Bible says fear, but also says fear not. Looking into various passages in context, our conclusion was, while we are to fear and respect God, there are threats, obstacles, and fears here on earth that should not keep us away from the activity of faith, should not paralyze us. The way to be fearless here on earth is to fear God in heaven and let that respect for him lead you into courageous obedience. That's where we spent our time this morning. I promised I would come back tonight with more specific practical teaching from scripture about building a fearless faith. That's the title of this sermon, Building a Fearless Faith. We don't want to be afraid or paralyzed by threats and chaos in the world today. God says to his people, be strong and courageous. I need to be about the daily purpose of building a fearless faith. And I want to speak to that from scripture this evening. First, to build a fearless faith, start strong and scriptural. Faith in the biblical sense is not something you inherit or something that just happens. Faith isn't something that is mysteriously imposed on you. Faith in the biblical sense is initiated and developed from your contact with the Word of God. Faith comes from hearing the Word, according to Romans ten seventeen, As you read the Word of God, become acquainted with God and learn who Christ is and what he did, the word of God produces faith, and then you act upon that faith. To build a sturdy and fearless faith, start where faith starts, your reception of the word of God. If you are baptized just to please someone, that's not a good start to be a Christian. To develop a fearless faith, start where the Bible says to start, and that is with your mind and your Bible open. Start strong and scriptural. And when I say scriptural, I don't mean that you just quote scripture. You read it, study it, live by it. You measure everything about your life by the standard of scripture, your attitude, your actions, reactions, relationships, From baptism until you die, live by what is written in Scripture. To build and to have a fearless faith, start strong and stay strong by your commitment to Scripture. Number two, protect yourself. We ought to think of life as a battlefield. And on a battlefield, the enemy is there to attack us, turn us away from victory, discourage and frighten us. Protect yourself from enemy attack. God provides what you need for that. You don't have to be an inventor of tools and weapons. You don't have to craft 
a defensive strategy from nothing. God generously provides what we need to protect ourselves. Listen to this in Ephesians 6, 10-18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication, To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Can you imagine a soldier of Christ saying, Well, I know helmets, I know helmets are provided, but I just don't wear helmets. Or if other soldiers want to carry a sword. I have no problem with that, but I think they are clumsy and hard to manage. I'll be fine. No, no. Put on the whole armor of God, every soldier. To build a fearless faith, I need to start where God wants me to start, with Scripture, stay with Scripture, and wear what God wants me to wear. Third, A fearless faith requires patience. Have you ever had this thought, I want God to fix everything right now. I need to have my prayers answered quickly. Lord, I'll tell you what I need tonight, and I hope you'll have all that ready for me in the morning. We are an impatient people. In Psalms 27, 14, listen, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait. For the Lord. Generally, we are not good at that, are we? We sometimes may think God is lagging behind what we want to happen. The answer to that ill-conceived notion is recognition of God's wisdom and trust that comes with that recognition. We want things to be instant, immediate, no waiting around for things to get better. God is wiser than we are. He takes his time and that knowledge of him must be a part of our faith. Wait for God. He knows what he is doing. We can't rush him. My friend Mark Roberts delivers a sermon about this, and an effective part of that sermon is he gives examples of God doing his perfect work slowly, slowly, but perfectly in his time. God could have created the universe in one minute, 
but he took a week. The great promises of God to Abraham unfolding, they were fulfilled over hundreds of years. David is promised the perfect king to sit on his throne forever in 2 Samuel 7, and that king didn't come for a thousand years. God is not always about immediacy, immediate solutions, and we need to know that about him. We give birth to babies, but they don't graduate from high school the next day. Strong marriages are not built in a couple of days or during a honeymoon. Churches don't move so fast. Faith isn't developed within a few hours of baptism. God is a God of process and journey, not quick fixes. Those who wait on the Lord, they are the ones who mount up with wings like eagles. Fourth, take note of threats, but then keep going. Let me say that again. Take note of threats, but then keep going. I want you to be with me over in Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. Early Christians encountered opposition almost as soon as they opened their mouths to spread the gospel. But that opposition didn't stop them from preaching the gospel. They were not afraid of the threats. They noted the threats, but then they kept going. I'm here in Acts chapter 4, and I'm going to start at verse 24. And when they heard it, that is when they heard the threats, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. While you stretch out your hand to heal, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with all boldness. They noted the threats, but then they continued. Enemies of the gospel told Peter and John, no more preaching. No more preaching. What did they do? They didn't shut up or hide. They didn't apologize. The threat did not paralyze them. They took note of the threat, then continued praying and preaching and even with more boldness. We cannot let fear of threats silence us. The devil wants us to hear of threats and chaos and anticipated persecution, 
and be so afraid, we just shut up and go away and hide somewhere. The devil loves fear. He uses fear to scare us and depress us and confuse us. If we are wearing the whole armor of God, we take note of threats. We note the enemy position, but we do not recoil in a corner. We do not sink into fear and depression. One of the passages I cited this morning, be strong and courageous. So, my next point is do not retreat. Proverbs 30 and verse 30, a lion mighty among beasts retreats before nothing. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. When we follow his lead, retreat is not an option. We are not a people who hide, who withdraw and remain silent till a storm passes. If we can't meet in one place, we meet in another place. If we can't preach in a building, we preach through Facebook and Zoom and YouTube and actually reach more people. When conflict and confusion is ripe through the nation, God's people are still united, not confused, and we continue to live the message and preach the message. We know there are threats. But we're not focused on that because our faith is fearless. Hebrews 10.36. Hebrews 10.36. For you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. And then the last verse in that chapter. We are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Hebrews 10.39. So let me take a few minutes now to pull together what we've considered today from this morning and this evening. If you have only listened to this sermon, I encourage you to find the other one from this morning on our website or our news feed and listen to that. Here's what we've done today. There is a kind of fear every one of us need, the fear of the Lord, sometimes called godly fear. And that means we know who we are dealing with. We know of his severity and his goodness, and that godly fear is daily motive. There is another kind of fear that is prohibited, to shrink under pressure, to hide from challenges, to be depressed and paralyzed by what's happening. No, be strong and courageous. We are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. People who live by faith in Christ have a stamina that gets up under a burden and either pushes it out of the way or carries it with fortitude. We know who we're dealing with, the great God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This faith, this activity of faith in Christ is not celebrated in our society, but we don't seek the world's praise, nor are we frantic to have quick solutions. We know where God can take his people. So we embrace 
the whole duty of man. Fear God and keep his commandments. May we press on and cherish the certainty of victory. Thank you for listening.